Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. Uh, there does appear to be some type of uh, noise in the background and uh, I'm just hoping that will go away. Welcome to the Collapse Experiment. <clears throat> As I said, today I will be talking about the World Economic Forum. Yes, they are back in the news. It's actually a really short article, but I'm going to do a deep dive into this because... Um, they seem to have disappeared for a period of time, at least in the news, even though they're still doing their thing. They are still out there talking about a global currency, ESG scores, uh, one, one world government. I believe that's just called the UN. So, um, yeah, and what a bunch of useless people they are. So, what do we have here? The world government summit suggests world government summit hmm yeah that sounds enticing the world government summit suggests crisis events are a useful plat useful path to globalism mm-hmm okay so let's dive into this it's actually only two paragraphs surprisingly uh, one of the premier conferences on global centralization behind Davos is the annual World Government Summit in Dubai. Hmm, yeah. Gee, I wonder why a royal family would be interested in that. A place where establishment elites get to speak aloud on agendas which they used to keep highly secret only a decade ago. Yes. The 2023 conference is providing a flurry of revealing speeches, including a talk by Ian Brummer, president and founder of Eurasia Group. The organization is a political risk consultancy. The news global governance, that views global governance as the solution to a majority of the world's problems. Right, that's gonna, that's gonna solve problems, okay. So yeah, the following clip of Brummer's speech is yet another example of a globalist saying the quiet part out loud. They view crisis events as useful for furthering centralization, and Brummer includes the COVID pandemic on his list of valuable disasters. Valuable disasters, right, yeah. Um, the pandemic, tell that to all the people who, I don't know, um self-deleted themselves due to depression and not having jobs and not having a purpose during the pandemic or the people who had adverse side effects to uh, certain medical procedures, uh, the people who were put on ventilators because uh, our healthcare system absolutely positively failed um, the public. Yeah, <clears throat> tell that to them. A valuable disaster. Why? He does not elaborate, but... <laughs> He, of course he doesn't elaborate. Right, yeah. Doesn't want to answer that question. But it is likely because disasters cause public fear and fear is easy to exploit. Yeah. Have have you been paying attention? I have. Yeah, notice a bunch of people running around wearing uh, face diapers and screaming at other people for, I don't know, evading their five, six feet social distancing. Uh, when... While Bremer seems to admonish increased protectionism and nationalism in recent years, it is clear that he views national tensions as a valuable tool for the eventual endgame, global government. Are we, are we seeing this today when it comes to um, 
what's happening uh, globally when it comes to China, Russia, the United States, Ukraine, Taiwan. Shall I go on? Um, so this is a tweet by Drew Hernandez. Ian Brummer, president and founder of Eurasia Group, claims one of the obstacles to achieving globalization and a new order, new order, is nationalism at World Government Summit 2023 in Dubai. He cites Trump's agenda, America First agenda is an obstacle. Of course, yes. Um, he also claims the pandemic made blah, blah, blah. I can't open that because I don't have access to Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. You're a bunch of useless a-holes. And uh, when somebody decides that they're going to um, write back and explain why their t tweet doesn't violate your policy, you took about 30 seconds to reject it. So, um, yeah, I have absolutely no use for Twitter. Unless it's something like this where it pops up in a news article. So, yeah, I and I really don't care what he claims the pandemic made. Um, these people are uh, definitely a bunch of psychopaths. Um, they have an agenda. They've never worked a day in their lives. Okay? They have no idea what it is like to be the common man. And they detest the common man. So, um... What can we learn from this? Well, of course, Trump's America First agenda is an obstacle. Of course. Uh, what have we been seeing from the Biden administration? Oh, let's see here. <clears throat> when the uh, the plot to, to kidnap and kill Gretchen Whitmer, when those people went on trial, one in particular was a very stout uh, follower of the Constitution. He liked the Founding Fathers. He liked what the Constitution stood for. What was he told not to do during his closing statement when he was about to be sentenced to, to prison? Don't talk about the Constitution because it feeds the idea that you are a terrorist. The same piece of paper that gives these people power to throw you in prison, you're not allowed to talk about because they're not following it. These people have absolutely no interest in uh, bettering the United States. They don't. They, they want this one world government. They want to follow UN policy over American law, US law. And um, this is the, uh, the issue that we're having here. Um, I've been thinking about this, um, this, whole, this whole issue when it comes to what's going on in Ohio with the train derailment, the uh, chemical spill, how they're telling people to go back home, but at the same time, it's not safe for them to go back home. Eventually, I have a feeling that they're going to say it's not safe to even live in this town anymore, and these people are going to be forced to move. And where are they going to move to? Uh, this is clearly, to me, part of the old, <laughs> the old Agenda 21 program that started back in the early 90s, where they want vast swaths of land that have absolutely no people in them. And if you look at that map, it's areas like the Midwest, Ohio, out west, in the mountains. They don't want anybody living there. So how are they going to do that? Well, isn't it convenient that a train just happened to catch on fire? And then by the time it derailed, it was right in this town. 
Yeah. Um, it was what, 20 miles? It traveled 20 miles while on fire. And they could have stopped it at any time in any remote area, right? Granted, it takes like a mile or two to stop these things because of the weight. But instead, they went 20 miles knowing that this thing was on fire. Why would you wait until you have a bunch of dangerous chemicals sitting in the middle of a populated area before you do something about it? It's, uh, it's fascinating, you know? Uh, I talked about this conspiracy theory about, you know, attacking the Amish, moving the Amish out of their their homes, um, attacking their way of life. And of course, if you make it a contaminated area and unsafe to live in, what's going to happen to the Amish? Their, their wealth is in the church and in owning land. They love to own land and they pay taxes on those lands. People like to think that the Amish don't pay taxes. That's not true. They do pay taxes. They do they contribute in a lot of ways like any other citizen does, right? So granted, um, they do they do check out when it comes to things like mandatory high school, okay? Like you're required to go to high school, otherwise there's truancy laws, right? Granted, truancy laws are bullshit. They don't really account to anything anymore they don't have truancy officers for most part in a lot of these schools so if some kid stops showing up the school gets pissed that they're not getting their money <clears throat> right because they get when i was in school it was like forty thousand dollars per child um when they did their their audit you know when they took the head count that one day of the year to see how many kids are actually going to that school you're required to show up they didn't care if you were sick or not your ass was going to be there otherwise they lose money right so they don't they don't go to high school it's it's not their thing like once they hit eighth grade they're they're done right um for the most part, I don't think that they engage in voting unless they um, they leave on Rumspringa. Um, there was uh, recently, when I had jury duty this week, one of the people that was in the jury for about five minutes was former Amish. Um, didn't get selected. They, they got rid of him. Not really sure why. He seemed to be pretty legit when it came to being honest and understanding what the hell was going on. But for some reason, they, uh, they decided to... Uh, boot his butt out and um so yeah there's there's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to who the amish are what they do and there's this idea out there that they don't pay taxes they, and they absolutely positively do um but again if you wanted to steal the wealth of the amish and make it to where they can't be self-sufficient take their land make it uninhabitable right yeah that's what we're seeing so, uh, yeah, the World Economic Forum, the one government, do they want World War? Of course they want World War. What happened after the First World War? Well, you had the League of Nations, which, again, kind of like the UN, was just a worthless piece of garbage because uh, the League of Nations was supposed to prevent something like World War I from happening again. And it was disbanded and uh, went bye-bye. Uh, we ended up with World War II. The UN. <laughs> what is the purpose of the UN? Well, now we have these international laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try enforcing those in a sovereign country. 
for one. Although in the United States, apparently, uh, we'd rather follow UN regulations and laws than our own laws. That's a thing. How many, how many cities, states, um, townships, counties, how many of these signed on to the Agenda 21 program? You can look it up. I mean, this is all legit. Um, the city I moved out of, they signed on with it. You know, they, you're going to see a lot of these when it comes to... You can almost tell when you go into a city whether or not they are part of the Agenda 21 program. Bike trails, uh, the regulated areas where you can't um, do any type of um, production. Um, you're going to have designated nature areas. You're going to have a bunch of these things. And um, that's a, a good sign that Agenda 21 is a part of your local program. And this is a UN program. So, uh, yeah, a lot of places signed on to this. And um, when it comes to the World Economic Forum, yes, they were, they were on board with COVID. It's very clear. Look into Klaus Schwab's COVID-19, the Great Reset. Uh, it, <laughs> he talks about where they were, how they're going to use COVID-19 to push their agenda how they're going to take that agenda and move it into climate change. And uh, it's not necessarily that COVID was a threat. COVID was an opportunity, and they admit this. Uh, it, it's not that climate change is a threat. It's an excuse. It's a method to take control of local uh, entities, uh, corporations, this whole ESG BS, um, to manipulate them to do what they want. And um, when it comes to the climate change agenda, there's starting to be a bunch of backlash. A lot. And there should be. Why is it that the Biden administration says that gas ovens are an issue? Oh, they pollute, they cause this, they cause that, they're harmful, blah, blah, blah. Okay, gas stoves, right? However, when you have a black cloud, <laughs> a mushroom cloud that, that is ignited in the middle of a town in Ohio, it's made up of dangerous chemicals that is then going into the atmosphere, mixing in with clouds and causing acid rain, that's safe. No, that, that's fine. You, you can move back. You can drink that water. Uh, oh, your chickens died? Well, clearly that was bird flu. Like, there's, there's nothing going on over there. The fish are fine. The, you know, so what if you developed a third eye? It's okay. <laughs> but your stoves. However, if you live in Ohio and you have a, a natural gas stove, that's an issue. Not the train. The train's not an issue. Your stove is an issue. We're going to create policy on your stove. We don't care about the train. A little backwards, right? You think? So, um, yeah, events like this, climate change. Climate change is going to be a big one when it comes to creating a one-world government. Uh, and I think a, a lot of people are just not going to fall for it. And you're going to see more of what happened during COVID. What I mean is the president of Haiti. President of Haiti did not follow a bunch of the COVID-19 BS, right? He wasn't going to push for the, the jab. 
Um, he wasn't going to push for social dis like all the things that the CDC and the, the um, United Nations was pushing for countries to do in order to contain the virus, shorten, flatten the curve, all the BS things that they came up with during that time, right? He wasn't following it. He did not believe that uh, it was an issue. Proved to be right. And what happened? Well, we now know, <laughs> because of information that came out, um, the U.S. government, along with uh, certain other alphabet agencies, had him taken out. So, yeah, there were several assassinations that happened during COVID. The president of Haiti was one, and there were several in Africa where the, the leaders of African countries were not... They're just like, no, we're not doing this. This is a bunch of BS, and we... We deal with serious things like Ebola all the time, and you're coming at us with a cold? No, we're not on board. There's one president of, uh, of an African country. I don't remember the details. He tested a papaya. He took a swab, swabbed a papaya, sent that into the lab, and guess what? The papaya had COVID. Yeah, uh, the papaya had a positive COVID result. And uh, he showed the results to the public and everyone else. And was like, hey, look at this. Um, this is proof that this is all BS. How does a papaya have COVID? So, yeah. Um, expect more of this. Expect a lot more. If you're not on board with this agenda, you're going to see a lot of these things happening. <clears throat> and... Um, it's just, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy that this is still going on. We're still supposed to just acknowledge that this is some type of conspiracy theory. No, it is a conspiracy. The definition of a conspiracy is a group of people that are gathered together to commit an illegal act, right? Overthrowing governments, that seems to be an illegal act, especially in the countries that they're doing this in, right? Um... Creating policies that affect other people, a good portion of them being killed or dying because of these policies, right? How many people died because of the policies enacted during COVID? Yeah, if you're following along, um, there's a lot of illegal activity going on here. This is a conspiracy. There's no theory behind it. It's right in your face. I'm not... I'm not creating a theory here that this is happening. This is happening. So uh, when you give people like me the title of conspiracy theorist, um, my definition of that is I will be proven right. <laughs> so uh, keep proving me right. It's um, if if there was like a gambling website based on conspiracy theories, I'd probably be a millionaire by now, if not more. Okay, because uh, in the last three years, you just have to wait a couple of weeks. Think about the whole COVID policies, right? At first, they were just like, no, you shouldn't be wearing a mask. You're going to get that schmutz. You're going you're gonna to end up with more infection than you are going to get COVID, right? That was a the thing. Then all of a sudden, it was, you should be wearing a mask. You should be wearing two masks. Hey, if two masks is fine, why not just wear three? So, yeah, um, this was a thing. This continued to happen repeatedly. 
Remember when uh, Fauci was out there saying, don't worry about it, one and done. One and done, we can have this whole thing over with. And then there were the people that were sitting there like, so if I was a pharmaceutical company, I want to make a buttload of money on this. What would I do? I would create a vaccine, but I would create a vaccine that really didn't work all that well. So what I would do is I would create booster shots because the booster shots is where the real money is in, right? And what happened? Oh, you're going to need a booster. And then six months later, you're going to need another booster because the, the, the jab itself is not exactly creating the effect we need. So we need to, like, reinvigorate it. Yeah. Um, this is what happened. And uh, time and time again, I'm sitting here at the computer and I'm doing my tweets and whatnot saying, like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. All of a sudden, my account's taken down. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> True story. And then, uh, you know, Alex Berenson. How right was Alex Berenson? And uh, instead, what we get is uh, it's a conspiracy theory. Everything is a conspiracy theory. Keep saying it because eventually conspiracy theory is going to be correlated with truth. That's that's what's happening. It's a bad thing for them. It's a great thing for people like me. It's quite amazing that, uh, yes, we will eventually, we will eventually become the experts as to what is really happening. And people will start coming to us saying like, hey, what's going on with uh, these Chinese balloons? That's my next video. What's really happening with these Chinese balloons? Stay tuned. I'm going to be back in uh, probably around 10 if you want to check in for that one, but yes, the World Economic Forum, they're still going on with their one government, one currency, one, one set of laws, one ESG score policy that's still happening. They're meeting with evil people in Dubai. They're not good people. They, they still execute, publicly execute people for witchcraft. Let that sink in. These, these are our allies that we supply weapons to. In the Middle East, the Saudi royal family. They assassinated a journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. That's, that's how awesome these people are. Because he, he said bad things. And now that's going to start becoming U.S. policy. Not the assassination part. Not yet. Of course, they also did that to Michael Hastings. But, uh, hey, um, we're getting there. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, more about the Chinese balloons and what's really happening with them. Um, this is going to be a sweet video. So uh, keep on typing.